Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer. Hey there, and welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. My name is Tom Singer, and I appreciate that you have decided to come along on the journey of this little podcast that I started seven years ago, and I'm now closing in on 700 episodes. Often on this show, I interview entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and business leaders about how they make waves in business and shake things up. But today's episode is just going to be me, and I'm going to be talking about the power of creating a customized podcast for your annual event, whether you're an association or a company who has a customer conference. Having a podcast that goes on for either months before and after your conference or that goes on for the whole year can actually be a great way to keep everyone engaged. But before I get started with this episode, first, I have to thank today's sponsor. So this episode is brought to you by Stanton Chase International, one of the leading global executive search firms serving as trusted advisors to help companies build their senior leadership team. You can discover more at stantonchase.com and you can always reach out to me directly because I work with Stanton Chase. All right, today I want to talk to you about why, if you're planning a conference, you should have a dedicated podcast that promotes and surrounds that event before during, and after. So my name is Tom Singer, and I have been working with uh, a lot of associations and companies to create and produce their podcasts. And I realized in talking to a lot of my clients, because I make a lot of my income as a professional speaker and master of ceremonies for association and corporate conferences, in talking to my clients, I know that they often struggle with a lot of areas to make sure that they're going to have everyone engaged in their conference from speakers to the attendees to sponsors and to their general membership or their customers and getting people more engaged and coming back year after year to the conference. That's a real important goal. And I've realized that if you have a dedicated podcast that is going to focus on that event and why it's so great, you're going to expose new people to the event. You're going to create FOMO to the people who couldn't come this year, that fear of missing out because they're going to hear about how great the event is, and it's going to drive more attendance in future years for the event. So what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about four different areas where you can create a podcast, which will help your event be more successful. So I want to jump right in. The first one is all about in promoting the event. Let's face it, making sure you get butts and seats is one of the most important things you can do if you're hosting a conference. So what you want to do is make sure that before, during, and after you're providing interesting content that is usable and informational for everybody who could listen, because that's going to make them want to find out more about the live event. If they've never been to your event in person before, and they listen to your podcast, 
all of a sudden they're going to be like, wow, this is an event in our industry that I really should be attending. Additionally, it gives you a reason to reach out to your mailing list on a regular basis without just being a commercial saying, hey, come to the event. Every email that you do once a month or once a week when you release a new show can be tailored to what that information is in that specific podcast. And it gives you a reason to touch them that's not just, hey, I'm selling something. You're providing free, valuable information that they can listen to in a 15 or 30 minute format. So you're getting that event's name out there and you're making people think, wow, if this is the level, if this is the level of content that they're providing in their podcast, what is the event going to be like? So promoting the event is the first step to why a podcast is so cool for making your event that much better. Now, the second reason is that you can repurpose content by having a podcast. So some of the episodes, I wouldn't recommend doing all of them, but some of the episodes could be either a complete audio of the uh, a breakout session or a keynote that a speaker delivered, or you could edit it down and just have the highlights in that episode. Now, you're going to need to have permission from the speaker to use their talk in the podcast as well as what they do live on stage. But if you explain it to them that you're just going to be reaching more people and that you're going to promote their expertise, many of them will say yes to that. And if not, some, some of them will, so you're always going to have enough. You probably don't want to reposition every single breakout session because some of it isn't going to be podcast worthy. However, you can repurpose that content from the event and share it out with people who weren't able to attend the event. Therefore, that one speech that, that you're paying for and having that speaker there can reach more people via your podcast. Now, the third point on this is that you can create a series of interviews with the four main areas of constituencies who are important to the success of your event. So either before or after the event, you can interview these people and it's a great way for your audience to learn more about them and for them to be able to promote themselves. It's a total win-win. So the first constituency that you can interview is your speakers. Now, you may have paid keynote speakers and you may have industry experts who speak Either way, you can interview them on the podcast. Now, if you're going to make an interview show, you want to make sure you have somebody leading the way that is a great interviewer who is pulling information out of them and getting more little tidbits than they would just have if they're just spewing pre-planned answers. That's one of the reasons I recommend organizations hire an outside host. Now, I do that. I actually produce podcasts for events and host them and do the interviews. And I've now done over a thousand corporate interviews. But there's a lot of people who you can get to host that, or you can train somebody inside your company to be the interviewer. But making sure that the person who you're having do these interviews has the skills to get that information out of the people that they're interviewing. So the first constituency is the speakers. You can get them to share what are they going to talk about at the event or what did they talk about at the event and ask them to go just a little bit deeper. The second area is the sponsors. Now, during the last few years with so many things going virtually, it was a problem for a lot of people who put on events because their sponsors are used to having that face-to-face -face time. And in the virtual world, they found out that people weren't coming to trade show booths by clicking a button. So a lot of organizations lost a lot of sponsorship money because the sponsors didn't feel connected and they didn't feel they were getting any value. One of the things I did with my clients is we interviewed their sponsors for either video or for their podcast and allowed them not to do a commercial about their organization, 
but to talk about how they got involved serving that industry and you know why they sponsor the conference. Guess what? The sponsors love that type of opportunity to be able to come on as a human and not have to prepare some sort of a talking head speech. So often when you have a live conference, you give sponsors like a speaking spot. Some of them are great. They have someone on their committee or on their, in the, on their team who's really good. But sometimes, sometimes they just don't have anybody and, and their speech falls flat. But if you can have a great interview with a sponsor that's going to highlight their expertise and why they do things so well, they're going to be thrilled and they're going to see the value in giving you the money to sponsor your conference. So interviewing your sponsors on your podcast, an amazing, great idea to create a win-win situation. Now, the third constituency is the VIPs from your organization. Whether you're a trade association or a company, you have key people who want to share information with the people who would be listening to your podcast and the people who will be attending your conference. So you can have the CEO, the head of marketing, uh, the head of product development. If you're a company, if you're an association, you could have your board members come on and talk about why they volunteer. Try and get people to be excited about not only attending the conference, but getting on committees and serving and going through the ranks and joining the board. So you can use your VIP members of your association as guests. And again, if you're interviewing them properly, it's not just wah, 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 a talking head. It's a great conversation and they can be lured out to share information, which will inspire the people who are listening. And the fourth constituency is the attendees of your event. One of the smartest things you can do with your event-focused podcast is to interview the people who come to your event year after year and talk about why they're there. Get their excitement captured so that people listening can hear that, wow, this is the event of our industry. that You have to be there. So if you get the right people interviewed, the attendees become your biggest commercials to encourage people to come to next year's live event. And then the fourth area, the fourth reason you want to create a podcast specifically for your event is it keeps your community engaged all year round. So here's the thing. We go to live events and people like it. People are hungry to get together again. People go to live events and those two and a half days, they're exciting. But then they get on the plane and they get home and they get distracted and they get busy. Yeah, you might have a Facebook page or some other community page that you encourage people to go to, but unless you're providing value, unless there's discussion on there, people don't stay engaged the entire year. If you're running a podcast before, during, and after your event, you can have reasons to be pinging that community and asking them for their opinion on what was shared on that podcast. So those are the four reasons why you want to create a podcast specific for your event. I think that many, many associations and companies are missing out on this valuable marketing tool. Podcasts are popular and they're here to stay. And I think that you should really be looking for ways to create this customized podcast so that your event can thrive. Now, of course, I would like to be the person who is your host, your interviewer, and your producer. So reach out to me at tom at tomsinger.com and I'm happy to share more ideas with you. All right, before I wrap up this podcast, I have to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode, like all of them, is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure you're going to sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and that pesky technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. 
Hey, if you want to start a podcast, and I know a lot of you do, heck, you've listened to this whole show, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. Because here's the thing. You don't need to hire me to be your host. Maybe you want to start your own podcast and focus it on your event. And that's awesome. So I want to set you up with those ideas to make sure that you're doing it. So here's a couple of tips for you. If you're going to go off and start your own show around your event. Number one, have a dedicated host. Make sure that you or someone in your company or your association is dedicated to do it and making sure that you're going to deliver it on time. Next, create a production schedule. You know, I'm a big fan of the weekly or twice a week podcast because people are hungry for content. I think a once a month show, if you're just trying to build a podcast unto itself, once a month is probably not enough. But if you're creating a show around an event, once a week might be too much. So once a month actually becomes the right amount of time to do it. But if you plan to release on the fifth of each month, you have to release on the fifth of each month. If you're doing an occasional podcast, you're going to lose people. So you want to make sure that that host is committed to the time commitment involved to get her done. And the next tip, if you're going to start your own podcast, especially if you're focusing it on that event, is make sure that you're making every guest realize that they have to provide value. When you're interviewing sponsors, it can't be a commercial. You have to make sure that they realize that they have to give tidbits of information because if someone's going to spend 15 to 30 minutes or more listening to your podcast, they have to feel like they're getting something in return, that there is a real value that's happening there. So make sure that that's going on. And then the final thing, have some fun. Make sure that the podcast isn't just wah, 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 wah. One organization I know that has a company podcast does it all wrong. They do an occasional podcast. They just interview their own you know, board members and people inside their company. And the person doing the interviewing always acts like he's kind of nonchalantly surprised that he's doing the interview that day. You want to make sure that the host is having a great time because people will come along because all they have on a podcast, all they have is your voice. So you want to make sure that your voice is engaging and that people are having fun and that they're hanging on the words that you're saying. So those are just some tips. If you would like to contact me and have a conversation, whether you want to hire me to be your host or whether you want to start a podcast yourself, go ahead and reach out to me, Tom at TomSinger.com. I'm happy to talk to anybody and share any ideas if I can be the person who helps you create that podcast to make your event just that much better. Again, thank you so much for picking Making Waves at Sea Level. I think if you're making waves in your business and your business has an event, whether it's an association or a corporation, you have an event, you've got to go bigger with that event. And I really believe a customized podcast is a way to go bigger, to shake things up, to keep people engaged, to highlight the key constituents that you have. I think that the podcast for the event is the future. So I'd love to talk to you about it. All right. Thanks for listening to my show. Do me a favor, go and leave one of those reviews on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast love. And please come back in a couple days. We're going to get started back up here again. We had a little hiatus. We're going to get started back up with some great interviews with people who are shaking things up and making waves in business. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.